choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? What's going on? This is Thanks for Asking, episode 50. Dun, dun, dun. Huh? huh? I said dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm Suave at Sincerely Suave. Kells at KMGZ. And um, we're recording a little early this week because, as y'all know, I'm going to see Rihanna tomorrow. And I just, you know, I have a lot of running around and stuff I have to actually do earlier in the day. Even though I'm on vacation, motherfucking bitch-ass partner insists on scheduling this call tomorrow. So only reason I didn't keep denying it is because I'm going to find out tomorrow when I actually get off this project and get on one closer to home. So I'm like, all right, ho. Just for that reason, I will accept your invite. But... I told your ass on the first time when I rejected it that I was on vacation and you sent another one for this the date that I was still on vacation and I should have just rejected that shit too, but I didn't. Anyway, um so yeah, so anyway, we usually record this on Wednesday. Today is Tuesday. I'm going to see Rihanna tomorrow. I will have a full report uh next week. Um, but just no. Um and I got really good seats. So on to uh, current events. So, um, we can start with, wh- where 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 was it at? What was that term? The terrorist. Well, oh, Egypt. The um, Egypt. hijack, right? Yeah. I ain't no niggas still hijack planes. I thought they, like, crash. I mean, I know they take them and crash them now. I ain't no niggas still hijack planes. But I was reading about it. And supposedly it wasn't even terror-related. Dude was, like, mad because his wife left him or some shit. And so he was, like, took the plane hostage trying to force her to come back. Yeah, I saw that, and then something else said that he may or may not have been, like, on a rescue mission to save, um, women in prostitution or something like that. Uh, but, I don't know, they said he was unstable, like, this yeah. is unstable. <laughs> yeah, I was like, a hijacking, really? I feel like terrorism stepped it up so much, that's kind of old school right there. Like, they should do that back in the 70s, <laughs> like, word. Whatever. Niggas gotta stop playing around on planes. You seen that? Did you, did you see that? Um, I ain't tell you this one either. I ain't know if you called it, because I know you don't be on Twitter, and I think it happened on the weekend. Old girl that um was t- tweeted, talking about she need a civil rights attorney because she about to sue America Airlines. And then when we yeah. get the full story of some motherfucking bullshit. You saw that? Yes, I didn't see the full story. What else happened? Niggas gotta stop fucking around on airplanes. That's what's gotta happen. That is not the time. It's not the place. I told y'all, I stay in the aisle seat because I stay ready to jump on one of you motherfuckers acting up on the motherfucking plane. Basically, she was on the plane. I don't know where they was going. I don't know. I, I, the girl had like this whole tweet string. I got through her second tweet and stopped reading because I was like, oh, bitch, that's where you fucked up at. That's where you wrong. Because. Yeah, I read it and my initial reaction was like, um, 
That's kind of what they're supposed to do. It's exactly what they're supposed to do. They were sitting in the exit aisle. It tell you when you book your, and I know because I booked many an exit aisle. It tell you when you book your motherfucking exit aisle. You got to check that box. Look, you in the fucking exit aisle. You gonna, you got you know exit response. I mean the whole shit is dumb because I mean really we all gonna be dead anyway. But fine, whatever. You want me to pretend like I'm open this exit door? Cool. So you got to check the box. You speak English. You you accept the instructions when you get on the motherfucking plane. They had the instructions in your fucking seat. The um, what do you call it? stewardess? Do not be playing. I, I had my the last time we was coming back from Ohio. I was in the exit seat. I had my headphones in. She tapped me like, "Excuse me." She's like, "Excuse me." I need you to listen. I was like, "Oh, okay." Like it's not a joke. You got to check the box. You got to speak English. You can't be what did you got to be thirteen or up? You can't, you can't fuck around. So she was on the plane. The people that was in the exit row couldn't speak English. So she was like, well, y'all can't sit here because y'all don't speak English. I don't speak whatever y'all speak. And the rules say that you got to be able to perform this duty. And you don't know what I'm talking about right now. It ain't going to work. She, giving a fuck when it ain't her turn to give a fuck. They lady not even talking to her. She, why they got to, just talking about why they got to move. And this is racist. And they don't got to speak. Yes, the fuck they do. They do have to speak English. You shut the fuck up. So anyway, she got put, took off the plane like she, like she should have. And the thing that I thought was crazy about it was the people that was like in the seat probably wasn't even complaining, but like nigga, like y'all niggas trying to act up on these motherfucking planes. It just had, we just had a terrorist attack in Brussels, what, two days ago and one a month before that. It's not a motherfucking joke. That's why I keep telling y'all fuck Apple and that Apple phone. We're going to talk about that shit too, but you motherfuckers want to get on these, my rights and all this shit at the wrong goddamn time. Cause the shit is not a joke. All right, we understand they go too far, but don't fuck around on the airplane, yo. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got energy. We trying to get to our destination and and safely and alive. Please stop fucking around on the airplane. Agreed, agreed. No, I thought more happened with the story. Like we found out what the actual context of it was. I mean, but that was my no. That my, was the context. She was wrong. She, the whole shit started because she. Took said it was racist because they told the people they couldn't sit in the seat because they don't speak English. But you can't sit in the seat. Period. That's the motherfucking rules. Like they when you buy yeah, the that, ticket. Honestly, it's for your safety. Like it's that's a, that's a life or death. Well, it's probably a death right. situation. But if you have a chance at life and you got to jump or something, you and you're gonna make it. Ain't nobody got time to be trying to hand sign to you. You need to open the goddamn door so we get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Hold on, Brooke. Stop coming in here when I'm recording. You know, baby. Okay, I see it. I, I, I look at it when I'm done, right? All right. Sorry, my bad. What, what if the fucking zombie apocalypse break out on the plane? Now, now we got to worry about a zombie, and you're not, don't understand what the fuck we telling you ass. Ain't nobody got time for that. Just stop fucking around on planes. It's not the place to be trying to make a stand. If something go wrong on the plane... Save it, wait till you get off, then file your complaint. I mean, unless it's just something that's just ridiculous that, you know, everybody can understand, you know. But other than that, like, it's not the time, it's not the place. People think it's a game on these planes, it's really not. And not only that, that's a federal motherfucking offense. I don't think people know that either. That is some serious shit. It ain't no game. They escort you off that plane and arrest you. Your ass is in trouble. Any of the public transportation or any any kind of, I guess, in the transportation industry... Um, trains, conductors, and train staff, bus staff, 
people, you going to jail. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a game. Like this is, this is serious shit. So, um, yeah, that's all. So we'll, that's all I want to say about Egypt Air. Like I, I, cause you know, the terrorist stuff, I, I have to read it cause whatever. But I was like, oh, this not, <laughs> this nigga not even a terror. Cause I, something, when I opened up, it was either the Daily News or the, um, or the New York Times. One of them had a picture of the dude, like jumping out of the window of the plane. I was like, what is this shit? Yeah, like he was craw- I guess when he gave up or whatever, he can't he like crawled out the window of the plane. They got a picture of this nigga hanging out of the plane window. I was like, this is some nonsense. So that's what made me read the story. And I was like, oh this ain't this nigga's a nut. Yeah, I saw pictures and he was just like walking across the um the runway and shit. Yeah. And they were they were like waiting for him. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they were hiding. Like, duh. In case he fucking around and got a bomb strapped to him or some shit, like, you okay, never they know. They but... said that he had a bomb or they thought he had a bomb. Yeah. He had a bomb. But I was like, this ain't even no terror. This just some bullshit. Alright, so, what's next? Uh, I guess the Apple thing, since you mentioned it. Oh, yeah. So, Apple think we stupid. Or, I, I, I knew the jig was up on this in the first place. Because... It was up for several reasons. Number one, because I, I will never know now, but I firmly believe that the FBI was going to win that suit because the Patriot Act and, you know, in the interest of national security is a, is a serious, serious, it's a huge hammer to wield. It's, it, and I just think that they were going to win. But I, they just, <laughs> y'all insulting our intelligence, talking about, Oh, um, the FBI doesn't need... This is what I think happened. Many many things could have occurred, but I think it never... Basically, Apple ain't been the same since Steve Jobs died. They just not... They don't innovate. They're not as ahead of the curve as they used to be. And I think it never occurred to them that a lot of people don't like Apple, have never liked Apple. They've always had hackers, and I don't think it ever occurred to them. Or the FBI at first. I think the FBI was just so pissed off and so taken aback that they would actually make them sue them for this, that they didn't think about it either, that there's just hackers out there that probably already know how to get in your shit because there's just always been hackers out there going at Apple who don't like y'all and who's constantly trying to hack y'all shit and probably already had the answer. I don't think they thought of that. And I don't think the FBI thought of that either. And then I think either the FBI finally was like, hey, I bet you there's some hackers that could do this. Either that or some hackers probably came to them. And Apple was like, Oh well, wait a minute. If they if they hack our shit, now we got to fucking spend all this money to redo our shit because actually our software is not that great. And um, you know that's what I think happened. I think the FBI was like, you know what, fuck y'all. We we gonna go get a dude and we gonna hack y'all shit and then y'all whatever. Like if then we just got on your phone, we hacked it. Now the world gonna know we hacked this shit. And so I think Apple was like, all right, look, we gonna go ahead and unlock the phone for y'all. Just let us save face and let's just make up this story and go along with it. That's what I think probably occurred. The other thing that could have maybe occurred is that they agreed to, that they were going to do it all along. I don't really see that though because when the, when the government listen, the government suing you is is they got to go get lawyers. That shit costs a lot of money. You taking that shit in front of a federal judge? It's not a joke. So it's not nothing to be messing around with. Like it's a serious thing. So I I don't think that. It was the whole thing was a plot, but I just think that Apple, you know, kind of overplayed his hand a little bit, like, and and realized that listen, we we not only can we get in this phone, we can fuck your entire shit up. We trying to play ball now, y'all want to unlock the phone or not? That's what I think happened. Right, as the government is good for asking you for something, but knowing that you don't have no answer other than yes. 
Even right. if you didn't know, the answer is yes. And I think that that's what they expected. And when Apple, listen, man, it's not the point to grandstand on. And y'all out here, oh, all right, we got to protect our software. And it's like, homie, I'm sure that your software is already hacked. I'm sure there's somebody out there that could get in that shit. And that's probably what the FBI was like, look. It's people that can get in your shit. We can go ahead and get in your shit, and then you can deal with the fallout, or you can just do what the fuck we asked you to do in the first place, which is unlock this motherfucking phone. And I think that's what probably happened. And we like, I think they might have had it, and they just they were just trying to play cleanup. Nah, they ain't no had it. It's it's if they listen, you can't just file a, a, a lawsuit to be filed. You can't just go to, to to federal court and say we have this claim and we're pushing it for no reason. Like you, you, it has to be a reason. Like you. That's the courts is not set up for that, and that shit costs a lot of time and a lot of money, and you got lawyers drawing up pleas. That is, so they were suing them. But like I said, I don't think Apple. I think Apple overplayed his hand, being the douchebags that they are. Oh, we're, we're privacy. Okay, motherfucker, privacy. This then. How about you have to go back to the drawing board because we'll just hack your whole shit. How about that? That's what they happened. Hmm. I don't know. You just never fucking know, like. It could have been that, and then they just, I mean, because it's easier for Apple to say we gave them this one phone versus having to tell people that. No, that's the cleanup their, part. Their shit is not safe. No, that's Apple's the cleanup phone. part. That Absolutely, that's ridiculous. It's one phone. See, people, I, listen, the, 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 I know that, uh, first of all, the story, is, people think the government is, is, is capable of way too much. And all these conspiracies and shit y'all come up with is because y'all, y'all don't understand that the government is just people. So it's no huge conspiracies that the government's going to pull. They get caught every time. All this shit in the paper is because they get caught. So it's not some grand, grand conspiracy. The point is that Apple's put a security feature on their software to where if you tried it more than 10 times, it's going to erase the data. So, of course, the FBI could have kept trying and kept trying, and eventually they would have unlocked the phone, but then the data would have been gone. That's the whole thing. That's why they were telling Apple, can you please just unlock this for us? Because we've already tried it eight, nine, however many times, and if we hit it with this algorithm, yeah, we're going to unlock the phone, but the data is going to be gone, and what we need on the phone is the data. And Apple chose that point to press their privacy issues, which is bullshit anyway, because if the data is going to be gone, it's going to be gone. So what's the privacy? It was the wrong issue to press. It would, it's not, This is serious business. These people shot up a workplace. It's probably not related to nobody else, but we need to know that. And we are asking you to unlock the phone. These people are dead. It's got nothing to do with your system. Please unlock the phone. If y'all make us take you to court, we're going to fuck your whole fucking shit up because we still the motherfucking government and don't fuck with us. That's what happened. All right. And, it, and, and you know, this whole... That don't even make no sense. The only... I was thinking about it all day. And the only way it could possibly be that it was just that particular phone is if they, if they meant that model of phone. I don't know. If, I think they meant that model of phone because it could be a glitch where, like, if you have, let's say, a Nokia, whatever, whatever, on Verizon, this particular uh, manufacturer of that phone had a glitch or had a backdoor with something about this phone that allowed us to hack it. That's stretching it to ridiculous extremes, though. Like, it's, I, I think that was just part of the cover-up. You know, please make us look good, make us look like, you know, whatever. Because if you can hack the phone, you can hack the phone. Like, this one particular phone, that doesn't make no sense. Like, then... But that's the only phone that's in question. What do you mean? The, the terrorist phone. That's the only phone that they're making the case about. 
Yeah, but it's not the phone that's keeping them out. It's the software. So to say it's only this one particular phone, it doesn't really make any sense because it's not the phone that's the issue. It's the it's, it's them being able to gain access into the software. Right. I get it, but they're talking about that one phone. They're saying, "Let us in this one." Yeah, I but mean, you I don't hack a phone. You hack the you don't hack the phone. The phone is just a piece of plastic. You you hack the software. So if you can get right. into the software, you can get into it on any phone. If you can't say, "Oh, I could just hack this one particular phone," but I can't hack your phone. It doesn't work like that. No, I know, no, no, I know, I know. But never mind. They're asking for the. I'm saying that they're asking for the permission for this phone. But I guess going forward, that means it's applicable to any phone in any situation. So. No, it's applicable to that phone. But to say to release something that says it that it doesn't I make, know that if you can get into this phone, you can get into them all. I, I know that. No, 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 no. They are it's a specific phone. It's not it's not a broad it's not a broad permission to hack everybody's phone. But when you release something that says only this particular phone, the implication is that there's something special about that phone that th- that those people had that this hacking person is or this program that you have is able to access. And that doesn't make any sense because nobody makes a program that's only going to hack one specific phone. That's where that's why people was like, oh, y'all think we stupid because that doesn't make any sense. Like if you're hacking the system, you're hacking the system. There's no hacker. It's like, oh, let me figure out how to get into just this one phone that belongs to this person that I don't even know is alive before this occurred. So that's why it doesn't make sense. If you're hacking into the the um the iOS system, then you're hacking into that iOS system. Right. Now I imagine it's it's different to hack into like iOS eight versus iOS. But that's 7. the system. That's not the phone. The, the the statement they made was that it's specific to this particular phone, which doesn't make any sense because iOS eight is on everybody's phone. So you can either get hacked the iOS eight or you can't. You can't I can only hack iOS eight on Kelly's phone. Like that doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, that doesn't make sense. That's no. what they were saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why people was like, oh, y'all think we stupid. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, what about this? Okay. it. That's how I know the shit was made up. Like, y'all took it too far with that one. Y'all should have just been like, we found another way and let it go. But I feel like Apple being not smooth as they are and like, oh, wait a minute. They really about to fuck us up. Was like, hey, can you say this so that nobody thinks that we actually let you into our system? that's what happened like i could tell that's what happened just the way it occurred and the way they they said that we have a hacker and then came out with that like you would have said that from the beginning so whatever um, good for them because the, whatever the bottom I was line sick of that. Is it's a national security issue and you want to be safe right and I don't think they're going to find nothing on the phone anyway. I really don't. But that wasn't the point. The point was, don't do that shit no more. When they ask you to open the goddamn phone of somebody who has killed 12 people in a shootout, unlike the fucking phone. They wasn't asking you for, like, no bullshit. They was asking you for something that, like, had actually occurred. So, and that shit is relatively routine. And your software is dumb anyway. Who needs a fucking security system that after 10 times it erases the data? That don't make no sense. Lock me out or something or make me have to request in writing or something, don't erase the shit. That's fucking stupid. Alright, what's next? Um, either K. Michelle or Kalani. Who? Oh, man. Is that her name? Is that how you say it? Kalani? I don't even know. I thought that was the girl who... I don't know who this girl is. I haven't Googled. I, I don't care. Because... All that time, I thought is this was the girl that sings the douchey song about the, par- the, the, the party that she don't want to be at that I hate. 
The song where she's just at the party complaining about how everybody's party's whack and she don't want to be there. That song that everybody okay. likes. Whatever. That song. I thought it was her. Found out it's not her. So I don't know who this broad is. And Party Next Door, that's the one that got the song with Drake, right? Yeah. Who's I mean, he got songs with Drake. The, the new joint that he just dropped, Come and See Me. All I know, that's the one, is that the Tuesday party club going up on a Tuesday, dude? That's Party no, Next that's, Door, right? Um, um, McConan. Oh. Well, I don't know who Party Next Door is then. So my point is, I don't know who either one of them are. Party it's... Next Door is the dude that's singing on Young, um, on Preach, on If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. All right, I've been singing to... Young Nigga Preach. Preach, preach, that dude. That's, that's what he do? That's, that's, that's his claim to fame? I mean, he writes. He wrote work. I, I don't know this nigga. I don't, I don't know neither one of them. Um... I just thought it was whack. Oh, I don't know. I just this is how I know I'm old because my nigga, you are on Instagram having pictures of somebody's tat. The whole shit is whack. Like I don't understand these new niggas. I don't understand these new chicks. I just know I couldn't fuck with nobody like that. Like what are you doing, dude? Like uh, that's just that's whack. And then all the shit that happened after it's like. Uh, you in the hospital in the suit? You got time to put your shit on Instagram? Like, what is wrong with people? I don't understand what's wrong with people. Who does that? I've been refraining from comment just because I don't know anything about it. But um, who does? <laughs> I wonder what's going on with it. I definitely wonder um, what happened there. Like, who does? And who took the picture? Was you laying in the hospital with all that shit on you and somebody? Like, I, I don't listen. Get off my grass, whatever, I'm old. Because I don't understand, like, who... I don't understand these people. Where's your family? Why is this nigga... I don't don't understand nothing about it. I was just so mad that this girl... I don't even... I realized I didn't know who she was, and I don't know who she was, and I just stopped caring. But I was just like, I don't get you new niggas, man. I don't understand this shit of, oh, let me get old girl in the bed and take a picture on Instagram and blow her up. Like, what does that get you? I don't understand. Like, who are these niggas? Who is raising you? Like, who are you trying to impress with that? That is corny that is so fucking dumb huh so it makes you a trending topic do it though like uh, that's whack that's i don't i don't understand these niggas and i don't want to understand them like whatever if that's what's hot i'll be over here not hot because i just cut that's whack that's that's nut shit to me like i don't even understand like what is the point of that i I I don't know (laughs) Um, I'm almost thinking it's a publicity stunt. I hate to be like that, but I'm like, nigga, who took the print? Who took a, you? You laying in a hospital and look like a dire straits, but you had time to write a three inch um, Instagram post about. I don't know. I'm suspect. I, I hate to be like that, but I don't know. This, this shit looking real publicity stunt. Who does that? Do they even? Huh? Who took the picture? Did you see the picture? The, the bitch looked unconscious. Oh, no, I didn't see her face. She looked unconscious. He leaped over the thing. It should like some shit out of a fucking movie. And it's a three-inch long... I try, I don't know, man. I don't know. Shit seemed... I have questions. I'll just put it like that. I saw was with the ID on. I don't follow neither one of them. I can't find it on Twitter now. But the one I saw, she had the IV in her arm, laying in the bed with, like, that shit they put over you when, like, you fucked up. Like, 
I ain't understand. Or maybe I just maybe I was looking at it from the wrong. I don't know what was happening, but I was like, I don't understand why this is on the Instagram. I don't understand why you even post this. Like, I I didn't get it. I ain't get none of it. And yeah, like, I just didn't have no comments on this. Man. I don't know. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, what was the point? And who you trying? Like, you got her, you got her hand tattooed, so you would know it's her, the R and B singer. Like, sis, this is the nigga. All right, I said my part. Like, I don't under, I don't understand that about these. I want to say kids, but like these are grown people. Like, I just don't understand why. Who is gonna date you after that? Like, who is? Who are you trying to impress? Because the bottom line is, I don't know this girl, but the bottom line is, if she if she like you or if she likes him, she's gonna be with who she likes or either one of y'all. And you posting shit on the gram and trying to play her on the gram or try to embarrass this, whatever the fuck you thought you was doing, it's not gonna matter because if she don't want to fuck with you, she's not gonna want to fuck with you. And for all you know, she playing both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's nuts why you don't do shit like that. Like, ah, right, it's just nuts shit. Anyway, let's move on to K Michelle. What do you think about that shit? Um, you heard it, right? Yeah, I listened to most of it. Yeah. Um, to me, it just seemed like like she came in there with that I don't fuck with you like that vibe. Because when I was watching the video, like she's very much centered on Envy and Charlamagne. But I mean, I understood where she was coming from. I just I don't know if that was the place for it, but at the same time, I'm sure she feels like, well, you did this on public platform, so I'm gonna respond on public platform, I guess. Um, but it just felt like I don't know, like. It was very misdirected. Yeah, I thought it was whack because when she first started talking about it, I mean, I I heard, then they played the clip of what she was talking about, and I didn't think Angela said anything. Like, I mean, dude, Angela said um, something about K. Michelle, okay, in the interview, and then the dude started talking, and he went left, and, and she was like, why would you say that? And then dude went on with what he was saying. And everybody was in there laughing and kiki. So I'm like, I don't understand why you queuing in on Angela. Like, she started it. You started it. I'm like, no, she didn't. She was interviewing a dude. She asked him a question. He said what he said. And it wasn't just her. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand why she was cool with Envy and, 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 and Charlemagne and was coming at Angela like that. I thought it was whack because I didn't think Angela said anything. And if you're going to be mad, be mad at everybody. I don't think Angela did anything that was particularly different that she should have been mad at her like that. But these two niggas is cool. Like, I don't know. I just feel like she was coming after the chick because she thought, oh, let me just go after Angela because, you know, I don't want to go after these two dudes. I don't know if that's it, but that's what it seemed like. Yeah, I definitely, um, there definitely was a noticeable difference in how she was dealing with the two. Um, she was kind of like laughing and shrugging it off like it was all jokes when they said it. I didn't hear the clip. I was in help um, listening to everything. But like I said, it seemed like, like she came in the room with that chip on her shoulder. Like she was very much just waiting for the moment that she could, she could attack her, it seemed. Um, but yeah, like. She was cool with Charlemagne saying, "Let me smell you." Right, pussy. joking so, with it the whole time, and then and then flipped on Angela. I was like, I don't, I don't, I didn't get that. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if maybe they had some beef before that, or something was going on before that. It seemed like it was a little deeper than. 
But I thought, I mean, I don't know. I thought Angela Handler, he was like, oh, she could. I'm like, you can't cut her. People was like, she should have. I'm like, but I heard what she said. She was like, look, you got these cameras in here. You're not going to catch me on TV. You're not going to get me on camera flipping so that you can put me on Love and Hip Hop or whatever. So I'm not going to react. Like, whatever. You can say what you want to say. You don't fucking be fine. Like, I, I you know, I, I think she just, she do that a lot. Like, I, it's other times on there that I feel like she don't say, but I guess she like, look, I don't want to be arguing. We got to have guests on here. If I'm, if we're going to be arguing with them all the time, people not, you know, people not going to come on. So whatever. But I just, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I respect that she was mad about it. She came in there and she, you know, she wasn't yelling and hollering, but I mean, I just, I was like, I don't understand how this is Angela's fault. And you laughing and joking with them too, but you mad at her. Like, I didn't get it. Like, I guess, cause she's a woman. She's not support. I ain't, I didn't get it. I'm not, I- I'm not saying I, I agree with it, but I guess I could see like what she was talking about, where she was coming from. But like I said, it was just very misdirected. Like you could have had this conversation about how you felt just in a corner somewhere. I don't think it was, I don't think she did it to be malicious or anything like that, or like purposely made you feel that way. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't think it was what you made it out to be. And like, she, they, like she started talking about it and then they went to talk about something else and, they, and then she brought it back. And I was just like, right. What's- I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I heard it. Cause I was like, all right, let me, cause they, I was like, cause Angela even said, she was like, well, I didn't even know what she was talking about. That's why I wasn't saying too much. Cause I don't want to say what I did or didn't say. So then when they played the interview back that she was referring to, and I was like, ah, that's what she's talking about. Like I, I didn't get it. I don't understand why she was mad at that, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I like K. Michelle though, but and her new album is okay. Like I, um, you know, I'm not big in the R and B. I listen to it. I, I, it's it's decent. I didn't have to. I, well, I said that, and then it was one song I skipped. But um, it's it's a good album. I wish she would have kept the older title because I thought the older title was was funnier. But um, you know, I'll stream it. I'm not gonna download it, but I'll stream it. Oh, the more issues involved, joint. Yeah, the first title was um, "I'm Not White, but I hope you like it" or something, something like that. Um, And she wanted to make a country album. Yeah, she said. Well, she got one song on there that sounds. I can hear her singing country. She does have that country voice, but she was saying how you know the labels won't let her make country because she black and that. It's funny because these motherfuckers like all this shit y'all sing is black music. Like everything in American music is black music. It all started out from gospel and the blues. So y'all want to own some shit so bad. Y'all don't even own country. Like y'all wasn't doing shit until we was doing it. So whatever. Not this. Yeah, I had um. I gotta put it on again. They got me on a new assignment at work, so now I got to commute and shit. Oh, um, commute to where? Downtown. Oh, ain't that closer to you, though? No. My job was, like, five minutes from my house. Oh, oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, actually, did you hear that Drake song? No, I saw... That leaked it? I saw people talking about it, but then somebody was like, that's not on the album. So I was like, well, I'll hear it whenever. Yeah. Part of me, like, I didn't want to listen to it, but I was like, damn, I want to hear what this shit is. So I had to listen. That shit is hot, though. I can't wait for the album. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm so, like, I don't know. I'm so, I'm so iffy on this, because Twitter, man, y'all blow shit up so much. And that fucking Kanye, I was like, oh, my God. I ain't listened to it, because I just didn't. And then I listened to it today, and I was like, this ain't even no motherfucking song. Y'all get on my nerves, man. Like, y'all hype shit up so much. So I'm always, whenever Twitter get on something, I'm always like, eh. I'll hear it because 
it's probably not going to be all that great. And it, it, so that one, but no, I saw that. And then I like, not even two seconds later, somebody was like, that's so-and-so song. That's not on the album. So I'll listen to it, but I'm waiting for the album. And honestly, like, I don't really like listening to lead tracks. Like when I'm waiting on an album like this, I want to hear the album. I want to hear it in sequence, the way the artist intended for me to hear it. So I don't listen to lead tracks. Unless only time is like if oh like when Kanye was doing his Good Fridays and you knew that wasn't gonna be on nothing fine I listen to that but a leak track off an album I don't really wanna hear it I I'd rather well, Kanye, wait. those aren't leak tracks if he's putting them out well I mean you know what I'm saying like uh, here go here listen to this song I'll listen to it but not if it's gonna not if I know it's a song off an album that I'm waiting on then I'll just wait for the album because I want to hear it in sequence I want to hear the album the way they put it out so I won't yeah. listen so. I'll, I'll get to that one though, but I want to hear views from the sick when it come out. I want to hear it in order, in sequence, how he how he wanted me to hear it. I don't want him to leak track. Yeah, now I feel you. I was uh, I was thinking about it today. I was like, damn, now I shouldn't listen to it because I've noticed. Well, it's probably been like this for a while, but I've noticed recently just like leaking tracks is like really fucking up the potential success of a record because you know it's it coming out up the whole music industry. <laughs> Say it again? That shit fucked up the whole music industry. <laughs> so why the yeah. music industry is trash. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. But I guess now it's, like, even more detrimental. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are, are have tried to get ahead of that and recover from that and, like, have these big, uh, big-ass, like, rollouts and these well-planned, creative, like, things that you're just unsuspecting of. And now it's like, it's just fucking it all up. Like, have you heard um, Young Thug's joint? Mm-hmm. That Slime Season 3? Yeah, but that wasn't a leak. He put that on SoundCloud. Nah, but he put, he said that that song Digits is, is supposed to have, uh, I don't know if it's me. It's somebody on it. But that's not what's on the uh, on the album. Because that got leaked. What got leaked? The one that's on SoundCloud or, or another one? For Young Thug, I didn't hear what's on SoundCloud. Did he finally put it up? I only heard it on SoundCloud. I didn't, unless it's some other song you're talking about. But he put a song out on SoundCloud, and Kanye talk, tweeted about it. I don't think that was a leak. I think he re- he released that song. The Digits Joint? Oh, what is the name of it? Uh, whatever he put up there. It was a couple days ago, or last week maybe now. I don't know. I saw it. Well, I actually didn't see it when it went up. I saw Kanye when he tweeted it, that it went up. And then I saw it on, on SoundCloud. It, uh, let's see. Uh, nah, Young Thug tweeted that the wrong song is out. And the real one... This is, damn, still going back. Um, still going back. Wait, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know the name of it. It's not, I can't find it on here. But whatever that song was that Ye tweeted about, that's the one I heard. So it's not that one? Nah. I don't know what song you're talking about. You know, I've been, I've been behind on shit. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was in here, but maybe maybe it's not. But whatever that song was, he had on. He got the one where he got the blindfold on on the album on the song single. He got a blindfold on. I don't know the name of it though, but whatever that is, that's the one he put on SoundCloud. But um, yeah. The, um, I think like people don't. Well, that's really... the, uh, the that's the album art with the blindfold. Okay, so whatever that song is that he released with that album art. That's what the one I heard. I don't know the name of it, though. But that's the one he put on SoundCloud. And he put it on Twitter. And then Ye put it on Twitter. Because that's the only reason. Because I don't listen to Young Thug. That's the only reason I, I knew of the song. Because Ye tweeted that this is the greatest. I'm so impressed by him or something like that. And, t- and tweeted the song. 
So I listened to it there because I don't, I would never have heard it any other way. So then I was like, all right. I mean, I know his songs that everybody else know, but like, I, I, I don't follow him or anything. Like, I wouldn't have never knew he had a song out. But I don't know if that's the same one you're talking about because it wasn't, I ain't hear Meek on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Um, I was about to say. Oh, but yeah, because like, I don't know. A lot of people, I don't know. This whole thing. <laughs> Whatever. I think that's true, but I think good albums are good out al- like um Life of Pablo leaked and he still got two hundred and fifty million streams. Like I feel like a good album is a good album. Rihanna's leaked. I feel like a good album is a good album. So if it's a good album, you're still gonna you probably not gonna make as much as you may have had it came out straight up. But I don't know because word of mouth, like a hot album is a hot album. So yeah, it does hurt. But I think if you got a good product, it hurts less. If you leak and it's some trash, then <laughs> You know, all right, good looking out now. I don't gotta get it, but um, I don't know. It's like it depends. What I'm kind of tired of, to be honest, is, and I mean, sometimes it's like you said, it's not on purpose. It's that's because they're trying to get ahead of like, okay, such such leaked it, so they get go ahead and release the album. But these like secret releases, like Beyonce did that shit one time. It worked for her one time. It's not gonna work again because. It's not because she's not doing it because she's already been in, she's been doing little things to let you know that she's releasing this album. So it's not going to be just a surprise like the first time. Like you can only pull that trick once. I feel like even her because now everybody's waiting for it and everybody's doing it now. And it's like that's okay. Market your shit. Let us know your shit is coming out. You you know I got an album coming out. It's going to be like stop. It's kind of counterproductive because it's just like okay now we know that we're waiting for you to surprise drop an album. Right, well, so it's not, it's not a surprise. Surprise, because we know it's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. So, like, just cut the shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Beyonce pulled it one time, and and that was the like people had absolutely no, can never do it again. Exactly, people had absolutely no idea that she had was doing all of this, and she dropped it. And it was surprising. and it was great. It cannot be done again because you know it's like unfiring a gun. You can't surprise. Like we've been expecting. We knew Rihanna's was coming. We knew Frank's is coming. So, so supposedly, like, you're just not going to be able to do it. I mean, and like, you know, it's just, it's, it's impossible now because every little thing. So I'm kind of getting tired of that. Like, and I think that's hurting your sales too, because, you know, if you advertise, everybody not Rihanna and everybody not Beyonce, everybody not just going to sit around and wait on your project and because they know it's going to be dope. And you know what I mean? Like everybody can't do that. So you probably hurting yourself. You might as well, you'd be better off. Go ahead and promote it. Go like go ahead and put it out. Go ahead, people know it's an album. Even Kanye said it's coming out on this day, and it came out on that day. Like I think that still kind of works because okay, I know it's gonna come out on Drake. At some he said April. We don't know what day, but I'm sure at some point he's gonna be like, All right, it's come out on such and such date, and I'm gonna go get it on that date. All this shit, you know, I might be at work in the fucking bathroom and oh shit, Drake drop is out like that. It's it's over. It's, it's dead for that. Like you know, go ahead and pick a date. And if you don't want to tell us about us up to it, that's fine. Hey, my album come out on such and such. Oh, word. But like this whole, everybody trying, you're not going to surprise. Rihanna's leaked. Um, I doubt if Beyonce's leaked, but she's going to let you know when it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like, just cut the shit. Like, tired of that. Especially, I'm really tired of it because most of the shit that's leaked is not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't giving us an album that's good. You leaking and, and you surprise dropping some bullshit that I ain't want anyway. <laughs> now I'm annoyed. You know what I mean? Like, all right, nigga. You could have kept I that. I feel bad for like the, the 
the creative process that goes into planning, you know, planning a release and then having that shit just ruined and like everything that you work for and hope to execute just gets shot to shit because I feel bad for the artist and the creative process behind it, like all the time they spent into planning this release and then it gets fucked up by a leak or something. And like, you know, you had this vision and then it, that shit goes out the window because people know it already now. Right. Um, yeah, so it was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember. Oh, about how people... The other thing, like, I like listening to albums in, in order. Like, I don't... People... That's another reason. Like, I don't like... I don't like... Part of the album experience is to listen to the shit because a properly sequenced album, you might don't know it because you don't realize that sequencing is part of the product, but a perfectly sequenced album is part of experience. That's what makes the album dope. Like when you listen to shit out of order the way the artist didn't, that don't do the same thing because the art, it might have, there's a tone to the album where they start, okay, we're going to start you out here. We're going to bring you in like this, this way. And we're going to leave out on this tone. When you listen out of order, you fuck that up. Like, I don't understand who people people that do that. Like, how you don't listen to the shit? Like, you can mix it up once you listen to it, but a new album, you gotta listen to that shit in order so you could get it how to how to how it was supposed to be getting. Like, if you put a Rihanna album and you don't hear consideration first, I don't know what you're doing. Like, like how you how you enjoying the album? Like that shit is just starts it off and sets the whole tone for the whole album. Like, I don't I don't. I don't understand how you don't listen to an album in order. Like, you fucking it up. Like, how you put on T-Lop and you gonna listen to Waves first? Like, that ain't how it's supposed to be. Like, you, the tone, you you messing up the whole tone in the album. Like, you're not getting a full experience. Yeah, the sequencing is usually set up to tell a story. Like, the right. album, like, you, you understand the whole, the whole thing as a project and as one cohesive piece. Right. You know, if it's well done and done the right way. Right. Then you want to critique it all like this and all like that. Nigga, you're not listening to it right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you you don't know. Probably because it's out of order. Well, why does it sound like this? Because the song before it and the song after it was related. And if you would have listened to that, you would figure out why it sounds like that. And why it plays in the way that it plays. Like, you would have got it. So, yeah. I ain't know niggas did that, but you fucking up. Um, yeah, people spend real time on like their song transitions. Yeah, it's just part of the artistry, like the interludes and shit. Yeah, like you can't just put, put the shit on shuffle and think you're gonna get the full experience. Like, nah, it's no. <laughs> um, um, okay, so on to uh, we forgot yours and nigga too. Oh, did you have one? Yeah, I was just gonna uh, shout out Cardi B real quick. Um, for the, the airing of her Rita Peter. But also, either I knew and I forgot that she was 23, or I didn't know, but I didn't know she was that um, that young. Mm-hmm. And, um, she had a, she's, had a, she's had a long life, though. I, I, I surmised. Like, you know what I mean? Cardi, Cardi got it. That girl is very fucking smart. And, and, I'm, and I'm jealous that I didn't know what she knew three years <laughs> ago, man. She was dragging the shit out of everybody on that show and it was funny because then peter tried to play it off later like oh he he kept trying to sun her and it was like nigga you you you're not popping right now i got i got kids you i got i shouldn't be arguing with you because i got daughters your age and carter just looking at him like nigga i could be 12 up here and it don't change you being a fuck nigga like 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 it just was 
she the hottest thing on that show. I don't care what nobody says. She hotter than everybody there. She got the, the hottest mixtape. You know who I That's why when, when, when Peter was like, who are you? And she was like, you know who I am. That shit, that shit had levels, nigga. Because motherfucker, I'm hotter than you on this couch. You ain't no motherfucking body is who the fuck you are. I got the hottest mixtape in New York right now. Like, I don't know... Who don't fucking play me, nigga? Like, yo, she just kept dragging them, yo. I was like, oh, she is killing y'all up there. And and no, no, no shade. Like Remy, I'm, you know, that's great. But I would have preferred to see Cardi do a performance than whatever that was Remy did, or at least do at least do a verse on Lean Back or something. That shit was what is this? Nah, she should have did um all the way up. That shit is fire. Whatever, something else. I was like, what is this? But um. Yeah, car. Yeah, I, yeah, and it's you know it's funny because, I mean I don't know she gets through because she's just a get through personality, but you still got it's you know like we always say you still got people that'll be talking about how she talks or how she looks or her accent or whatever, and she even explained that perfectly. And she she was like, that. she right. was like, look, my um my mom is Trini. She speak broken English. My dad don't speak English at all. So I don't know what you think I'm supposed to get this this perfect English, but this is just how I talk. Like if I really talk when I talk at home, you wouldn't know what I'm saying at all. Like I did I didn't nobody that I know speaks perfect English, so this is what you get, it's like, but it's shit like that, like, that's what I be trying to tell people, like, you so quick to say shit, and you don't even fucking know, like, like, the girl speaks English, nobody in her house speaks English, so she, you know, that's just the type of shit I be talking about, you motherfuckers just stay swearing you know something, you don't know where nobody is from, you don't know anybody's background, you don't know their experience, you don't know what they went through to, to pass you, but you just sitting around judging, and that's why you keep getting passed. Because all that shit you worried about is not important. That's why you keep getting passed. You better just fucking live your life, be you, go after what you want, and don't worry about nobody else. And stop hating on the nigga that passed you. Because you're just sitting there, spinning your wheels and mad because won't nobody pay attention. My thing that she said, probably said this before. She said, and you talking about, like, you made it, and she was like, no, I didn't. Like, my father's still driving cats and shit like that, man. All right. So, do I have a yours or Um, We forget this every week because I feel like nothing pops out. I guess it would have been Cardi, too. But then we, I think I gave it to her last week. So, I didn't realize last week that that was just a clip. Um, and that this would be the full part. So, um... Nah, just, I don't, I don't, I guess we could give it, I'll give it to Cardi too, because I'm trying to think of, uh, I mean, it's only Tuesday, it's just mad early in the week, so thus far, um, no years in negative two, so we can go on to, uh, shit, we watched, you didn't see The Walking Dead, but we could talk about the part, you saw the, um, reunion though, right, both of the, well, we just talked about Love and Hip Hop, so of course we saw that, oh, your girl, what's, what's her name's mom's name, Kim? Kim? Yo, you see her square with the square with the security guard? Nah. Oh my god, yo, she was bobbing. She looked like Mike Tyson up there. She was bobbing and trying to scare and trying to square with the security guard trying to get at Judy. So here's the thing about that. I kind of see both sides. Actually, I I, I see I not kinda. I do see both sides because a lot of people was like I mean, I don't know. Perhaps this woman, Samantha, maybe she got different motivations. We don't know. I don't, you know, because 
both sides of the story seem a little yandy act like she don't know what nobody's talking about this one act like everybody's against her so i don't know it's probably a little different but like say you know these people talking about oh you should take them up to the sun up to the jail and the jail is the, i hate when people talk about prison and jail I, listen i understand it's racist i understand black people are disproportionately locked up i understand all that shit but like you don't just trip in the jail like you go to jail because you selling drugs in a mass conspiracy or you shot somebody like you don't just end up in jail and i hate when people try to act like jail is like an accident and shit so everybody with the clapping for papoose you gotta understand jail is set up to to break up families no jail is set up to put people in jail and punish them for crimes all that other shit is a byproduct of the decision that you made okay you made a decision you got called you have to go to jail now all this other shit occurs like stop it so I agree. Me personally, I have always said I don't have any children. But if I ever had any children and I ever went to jail or their parent or somebody they know went to jail, I'm not taking my children up there to visit you. Please don't bring my children up here. I don't want them going through the jail. I don't want them in this nasty room with all these other people. I don't want them going through these metal detectors. I don't want them pressing their little hands up against this dirty glass. I don't want them in here, in this jail, thinking this is something normal. I want them to think that this is a terrible place that people go when they make bad decisions. And I will see them when they get out. Please just send me a letter, a video, whatever. If we could, if we could FaceTime, whatever. They got all kind of shit in jail now, whatever it is. And I will see y'all when I get there. Do not bring them up here. I don't want them to see me like this. I don't want them to see their father, their mother. and it's, I just don't. I don't have kids. Maybe we'll change. But I've gone through jail before to go visit somebody one time, and I'll never do it again. It's it's no thank you. It's horrible. And and people got to understand, like, when you go to jail, every you, it's not just about you. We understand you locked up, but people want everybody to do that time with them, and that's not fair. Like, oh, you're not going to bring my son up here? Like, come on. I got to jump get on a bus, drive hours up to whatever prison. It's a lot. And, you know, people act like when they do the bid, everybody got to do the bid with them. And so if somebody wants to opt out of that and say, you know what, everybody makes choices. You made these decisions. You went to jail. I'm not coming up there. You can't be mad at them for that. Like, you can't, it's not, you know, like, I don't, you can't judge them for that. Like, it's like you're not a good person if you don't want to fucking help this person through their fucking jail sentence. It's like, nigga, you, 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 I tried to help you not go to jail and you want to do what you want to do. So, hey. Yeah, I don't, I think a lot of people that are in, in jail and prison, they don't understand, like, the other person has to deal with the kids after the fact. You're not out there, so they got to deal with whatever you come. You know, I mean, a child could go to the pool and Trump tried, like, we heard um, Phaedra's, uh, this came up on Real Housewives with Phaedra visiting Apollo, too. It's like her kids were world fucked up after. Um, so, you know, a lot of different things. And, and Apollo, they're not there to deal with, um, you know, the, the, the aftermath of what comes with your child seeing you in jail. Um, from personal experience, it's hard to fucking look at somebody through a fucking glass window, you know? Like, they come up there, they've been stripped of everything they got, you know what I'm saying? They already, they sad and shit. That shit will fuck you up. And for me, I was an adult. So I can only imagine what it takes, you know, for a kid to go into that kind of setting and then, like, have to speak to their loved one, you know, 
at a table, chained to the table and shit like that, and, or, or whatever. Or you might not be chained during the meetings or whatever, but regardless, like, then, you, then they gotta look at you and that you gotta leave, may or may not be able to give you a hug. Like, that shit is, that shit is hard, man. So I, I can understand why somebody wouldn't bring their kid into that situation. And I can also understand why you would want to see your kids. Um, so, I don't know, it's a it's a tough thing. No, I can understand why you want to see your kids too, but I totally understand what Samantha was saying. It's like, if you wanted to see your kids, you should have thought about that when you was doing all the shit that you locked up. Listen, right. I'm, you know, I, I like I said, I get a feeling there might be more, and it seemed like Kim instigated. I mean, I don't know. Kim's whole thing is y'all try to act like she's a deadbeat mom. I don't know if she is or she is. She seemed fine with it. I don't know. They seemed like they were stunting a little bit, especially Samantha. She seemed like she was stunting a little bit for the camera because when the show was on, they wasn't saying all that. But I totally understood her point. It's like, y'all not going to make me the bad guy. Y'all not going to make it like I'm crazy. Y'all going to put the, the onus on me breaking up the family and don't want to let her, like, not this nigga that went to jail for eight years. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? I got her point totally. Like, you're not, you gonna, you're not going to put this on me. Like, I'm the bad guy. Like, I'm the one making the bad decisions because, you know, I don't want to take my... I got it. I got what she was saying. Um, But, oh, my God, the shit with Judy and and Kim was funny. That shit was funny, man. Kim had on a suit with the Thames. She was... She jumped up. She was squaring up with the security guard. Judy Judy started it, though. She's a troublemaker. She is. She is. And, um, I don't know. Jeff was... Shout out to Jeff. Jeff was saying... Because she kept saying, oh, girl got robbed the bank but when the show was on she said she was in jail for a few hours so i was like i don't know what bank you could rob and be in jail for a few hours i was like judy dramatic she probably exaggerated that girl probably like bounced a check or something or some shit and she calling it a bank robbery but then jeff was saying that no they actually did rob a bank and some of the other two was in jail so i don't know i didn't google or anything but i i'll have questions like well if you robbed the bank how are you out so quick um but that's what started it because just like when the old fight, when, because Judy was trying to turn it around, like, well, you made your mistake, like, saying she went to jail. And that's when the girl was like, man, I was in jail for, like, 12 hours. I don't know what you're talking about. So that's what started the fight. She took her jacket off. She's serious about her jacket. She took her jacket off and just started trying to box. And the security guard, big-ass security guards kept getting in the way. And she was trying to square up. Nigga, you should have seen her. She looked like a young Mike. When Mike used to was ferocious, 1920 was dipping it down. That's how she looked. I was like, yo. Yo, this fucking. That shit was funny. And then they sat on back down. And, and man, DC mom had on some... You know, she had on these red, like, thigh high. Everybody, I don't know. Everybody on there does the most. And then Yorma's little Dominican chick was up there. She's whack, yo. She's whack and corny. She had on a blonde wig that did not match her skin complexion at all. Like, y'all got to stop with this blonde wig shit. That shit don't look good on black people, period. Okay? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There's very few black people that blonde looks good on. You have to have a certain skin complexion skin tone you can't be too pale because it bleaches you out and you can't be too dark because you look ridiculous like there's only a certain skin tone that could do blonde and most of y'all ain't it please stop it and them girls is listen everybody on that stage all them dominican chicks that y'all go up for they all need some low-carb diets because they are way too big and this is what we was talking about what we was talking about Hannah ass that i was telling you all that shit that's too much it's too much. It's too much. That's not big. That's not thick. That's fat. Just cut, cut the shit. 
Stephanie Mills is still alive. I thought she was had had gone to the other side. I'd be killing people so easy. Anyway. No, Donna Summer, that's who died. I knew somebody died. Stephanie Mills is still alive though. Ticketmaster just sent me. Let me know if I want to buy her tickets. Um What song she sing? Stephanie Mills sing a lot of shit. Her one her most famous in is uh, she sang Home from the Wiz. She sang mm-hmm. um Oh, she got a lot. I just can't think of them right now. A lot of slow songs. What's her most famous one? Um, I can't think of Google, She got a lot of songs. I know a lot of people's songs that I don't know who's singing them. Yeah. I've heard that name before. Definitely know the name. Alright, yeah, I gotta finish. Everything is crazy right now. I can't stand still. Like, I gotta be doing watching TV. Um, what else happened that I, I did see? That was pretty much it. On what? I'm trying to think of what else I saw on Love and Hip Hop. That was pretty much it, though. You didn't see Walking Dead. What else did we do? Uh, Housewives, maybe. Huh? Housewives? Housewives? Yeah, like, it was a lot to unpack on that show. But I'm glad, you know what? I My bad. I should have gave the yours and negritude. Um, they, um... I should have gave it to Candy for, for, for gathering Portia and Phaedra because it was about fucking time because they were sitting over there on that couch defending that boy to the very end. And the bottom line is y'all don't like Kenya. And just like Candy said, if it would have been anybody else, y'all would have been making a, a whatever, whatever about it. And they just kept trying to defend him. I'm like, nigga, like he was out of line, period. He was out of line. Like, it's, it's, it's no way. Yeah. Um, situation never should have escalated to what it was, and it did escalate that far because of him. And yeah, to me, that's that's childish. And it's like wrong, and wrong is wrong. And don't just because you don't like this this woman, don't don't give her separate rules like she deserves to be violated in that way. Just because you don't like her, that's childish. Yeah. What else happened? Oh. <laughs> When um when Ty got in Phaedra's ass, Phaedra's phony, man. Like whatever, she got so much shit with her. She just thinks everybody like nobody ever knows what's going on, and and, she's so, and so that's slick. and that's why Candy don't fuck with her. Candy don't want to say it because for whatever. And I mean, she came out and said as much. Candy don't want to say it because I guess she feel like that's crossing the line, or I'm not gonna be that bad. But Candy knows. Candy and Ty. They know more. They know that they, they probably know everything, every single lie Phaedra has told, and that's what I think Candy was alluding to, and people kind of missed it when she was like, when when she was like, well, it wasn't no thing that like Apollo, we didn't think you knew because he didn't come. Like, don't tell Phaedra, don't say anything to Phaedra. We just took you, and I think that was her way of saying that. Phaedra, we know you knew what the fuck he was doing. That was her way of saying it. She was like, it wasn't like it was no secret. It wasn't like he ever said. So that was like her trying to say, everything that Apollo was doing, you knew he was doing. It's not like he was blocking anything off from you. It's not like he was telling people not to say anything. That's what she was saying with that. And people people kind of missed it. But I caught it. And I keep telling y'all, her and Todd and Don, they probably, Don probably knows everything that happened and, and exactly what it was and she's just not saying anything and and because ever since that occurred that's when they little actually it really went back to when it started being a little eh when 
The whole thing with Kenya about Apollo lying on Kenya and Phaedra refused to apologize to her for it. Candy started backing up a little bit then, but they were still friends. But then when the thing with Todd happened, I think that was just her final straw. Like, you know what? You really shady. You lie a lot. I can't really trust you. And she and now you bringing me in the shit and you talking about you telling people that you paid my I mean you kind of you kind of slander his his name because you're trying to say that you paid for something and he didn't give you know what I'm saying like I feel like that's when Candy and Candy really has not fucked with Phaedra since then and she just not she don't want to say it because she has kids or whatever the case or she just feel like it's because she said that on the couch she was like it's some stuff I could say but it's crossing the line so I'm not gonna say it and a person like Phaedra who will just sit there and keep acting high and mighty like she's so clean that's why I can't, I know it. We know Candy is passive aggressive and we know can't all of that, but I know that's why Candy don't fuck with Phaedra because she probably knows the whole story. Like, bitch, you knew exactly what Apollo was doing. You're sitting up there acting like you didn't have no idea your name was on all that paperwork and he was bringing that money and so and so saw you. She know. And Don probably know too. And that's why Don wouldn't allow them to stand, stand, um, stand there and bash her like that. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um. Yeah, man, I fuck with Todd. Todd's so cool. And, like, Todd be woke, man. But, like, he don't be saying nothing. He just be chilling. And then when she started pressing him and, like, like really trying to drag his name through the dirt, it's like, hold up. Nah, like, I got my receipts. And he'll, he'll always come with a quick rebuttal when yeah. he needs to. But, um, yeah, we've been, we've been said that. We say it every week, damn near, man. She's, she's fake, and she be trying to think that she's better than everybody. And so much smarter because she's an attorney and like, and it's like, that's the very thing that's giving it away that you're not as smart as you think. Oh no, you are. You just think everybody else is stupid. That's the problem. You think everybody else is stupid. You want to sit up there and play innocent. Listen, you can lie to your mother and your father and they believe all that bullshit. That's how them preachers kids are. You, you know, but I'm not no fool and everybody else out here ain't no motherfucking fool and you ain't finna... It's 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 a lot with her, but I'm just glad Candy got her and Portia after she was like, "Oh, y'all shut up," because they was just gonna take that to the end because y'all don't like Kenya. And just like Candy said, Kenya does a lot of shit, and Kenya's delusional and all of that. But she was not wrong about how that dude acted, and him for him to turn around and be throwing the gang signs and calling people bitches and char- exactly like what do you talk about? Both of y'all sound real stupid right now. It was real dumb. Like, y'all just defending this because you don't like Kenya. And that's fucking high school bullshit. Like, come on now. So, shout out to yeah, Candy. No, my bad. I was going to say, Portia, Portia like to start shit, too. Because Peter got her ass um, out there, too. When she was just going on and on about, oh, uh, Cynthia, you need to put a leash on Peter and really pay attention. And he getting away with this and that. And he was just like, pull uh Pull, pull, pull my card, then, girl. Show, show everybody that I'm, that I'm creeping with, sleeping with, and she just kind of shut up. Like, yeah, oh. Portia gonna get her shit rocked because she keep she trying that shit on the wrong one, and somebody gonna crack her jaw because you do step just like when Cynthia kicked your ass across that boat, right. and Cynthia even said it. Cynthia was like, "I apologize, and I, that is not like me, but you just took it too far." She does, <laughs> huh? I said she does though. Like, she, she does, and she was right she because the person that. She gonna push you that far. Then when you whoop her ass, she gonna she gonna cry victim. Like she didn't have any influence in the matter. She wasn't wrong with Kenya because Kenya stuck that wine in her face. And you know, listen, you can't. Ad- 
you can't antagonize people like that, but you keep running up on people like that, Portia, these, you're going to run up on the wrong one, not some reality chick, and they're going to rock your shit, because you do jump in people's face, you do put, and you, just like Cynthia said, when you stood over her and had your finger in her face, that was unnecessary, and, and I would, like, you can't do, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I always say, like, just like the thing with Kat and, 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 and the, the dude, listen, People and like today, that video we saw that dude with that white boy. This is what people don't understand. People, this is what certain people don't understand. When you put your hands on somebody, or when you invading somebody's space, you are the one escalating the situation. Now, not them. You have escalated that situation. Once you do that, once you put your hands on somebody, once you get in somebody's personal space, you have no control over how they're going to react. If they decide to fucking pull out a gun and shoot you in your face, are they wrong? Perhaps. But you escalated that situation, not them. So you cannot escalate. You can't put your hands on somebody. You can't be somebody's personal space. And if they decide the way to deal with that at that moment is to punch you in your face, now you want to make them wrong because it was just some words. No, 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 no. You can't do that. And it's a lot. It's people who. It's a lot of people who do that. They get in people's face. They take, push people, put their hands on people, and then they get their ass dragged. And then they want to make it about the other person. Oh, that was your fault. You instigated that incident, not them. Because when we just talking, we just talking. You took it to the next level because you put your hands on me. So now I don't know what, you, you know what I'm saying? You might think I overreacted, but I don't know what you what your intentions are. I don't know what you, because you're touching me. Oh, you're right. touching me now. Okay, now you, now it's just something else. So That's how people get off on self-defense. Yeah, I don't understand pe- people with that mentality. I don't understand people like Kenya. I don't understand people like Portia. I don't understand people like that who think that you could just do what you want to do to somebody and they're not supposed to react. And if they react, then oh, you overreact or you petty or whatever the case is. Uh, okay. That's that's why you don't fuck with people, man. You never know where they are. You might be the, the last straw that they have and they just might, that just might be the end of you. Like, and I people did. like to act like provocation is not a real thing. Like, no. You antagonize people. You push and push and push. You can't that's what happens. Right. And you can't put your hands on it. Listen, I, I'm, I'm different. I was raised in a different time. We used to go at it. We, my, you slick, I'm slick. You know what I mean? It's, talking ain't nothing. We could talk all day. You try to, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's how I grew up. We grew up dissing each other, playing the dozens, whatever you want to call it. We wasn't sensitive like these kids. All this bullying and shit they doing now, that was just a part of, we was growing up, that was just a part of it. You know, you just had to you had to learn how to crack back, or you had to learn how to fight one or the other. Wasn't nobody killing themselves over niggas taking talk about them. They just wasn't. I ain't trying to sound insensitive, but we just, we just wasn't. Cause you know, and if it really got to that, hey, meet me in the playground three o'clock after school. We fought it out, and that was it. And it was the end of it. Somebody won, somebody lost. That was the end of it. You know what I mean? Or maybe maybe it'll be a, a fight all through the year, but that was it. You know what I mean? So I'm I, I come up a bit different time, but even back then, putting your hands on somebody was different. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can sit here, we can crack jokes, whatever. You put your hands on me, that's a fight. Instantly. You know? So, and it's people that, like, they don't, it's 2016, and people still don't get that. Like, homeboy, like, I don't, I don't, just like that tape today where that girl harassing that white dude about his dreads. Like, why are you grabbing him? Why are you grabbing him? It was stupid. Some, some fucking Shea Butter think peace writer, most likely. It, it was this um, UC San Fran or whatever, some white dude with dreads, and she's, like, telling him he can't wear dreads because he's appropriating her culture and all this dumb shit. And he's, like, appropriating what culture? Are you Egyptian? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's trying to pass her. And she grabs the dude. 
she grabs him and is pulling him and will not, and it's just like random stranger and would not allow him to leave over his hair. And I was like, if he would have turned around and rocked you in your face, it would have been 100% your fault. Cause you put your hands on that man that you don't know from Adam and lucky for her, he didn't. He just was like, let go of me, get the fuck away, you know what I mean? But he could have really turned around and hit you. And then it would have been like, you know, all hair matter or black lives matter. You know what I mean? We were supposed to have to go. He would have been wrong too. Right? We were supposed to go march for, for this black girl that got beat down by the white dude. No. So, yeah, stop putting your hands on people. Is the Public service announcement. We've said it several times. All you people that are so focused on being super woke and just saving the culture and putting these capes on, yeah, I hear you, but just stand down because y'all, nobody's evaluating the full picture and like looking at everything and realizing that you really look stupid. We say, I, I'm pretty sure I say every fucking week, and I tweeted more. We're in the time of fucking extremes, and like nobody realizes that. Like, they're on the other side. So for everybody that you think is just absolutely the most racist fucking being here, you're on the exact opposite, doing the same fucking You're the same thing. person on the other side of the, of the issue. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, just cut the shit out. You're doing the shit on airplanes. You're doing it in the street. And, you know, and I really, I love us. I love niggas. Like, I'm so happy I'm on this new job and everybody in the building is black and important and I'm so ecstatic because it's like, yo, this is amazing. I love black people. But, yo, I can't rock with you if you're not making good decisions. Like, I want to stand behind you, but when you step out there and you just fucking with people just to fuck with them, I can't really be mad when somebody reacts on you, man. Like, I can't. Because, honestly, if somebody do the same shit, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be a Christian that day. I can't. I can't promise. You know what I'm saying? You never know. I might be in a bad space. You know what I'm saying? I might exactly. just react. Exactly. You never know what somebody is going through. And this little hairstyle that you're so worried about, sis, not really important. You don't know if that nigga just came back from here and his whole family got killed. You know what I mean? Like, right. leave people alone. That's the problem. Like, uh-huh. Any- no, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Any any, any good judge, that person fuck you up, and any good judge can bring in there and be like, you know what? You know, mama died today. I can't really know what I'm going to do if my mama died today and somebody did that shit to me. So, yeah, she was wrong, but look how you influenced the matter. So, I really, just cut that shit out, man. Like, yeah, people doing the most. Just like, remember, I'm sorry, y'all, we rambling all over this show, but, um, Remember the um dude, the, the white dude that tweeted that he had did his little girl. He had the little doctor, the little black girl, and he did her hair and I'm some doing fucking. The Jesus, but the thorn on, that's my face right now. Huh? I said I'm doing the Jesus with the thorns on right now. That's my face. <laughs> and that bitter fucking bitch gonna get in his tweets. What she say? Too bad. I, uh, some bullshit about a pro. Listen, that bitter fucking bitch. Who probably got left at the orphanage all the way up till 18, gonna bump into his mentions talking about, oh, too bad we can't have black people doing black hairstyles. And I was like, sis, that white, what do we always say about these white people adopting these black kids? Take the time to learn how to do their motherfucking hair. Stop having them walking around with their hair looking like a fucking spider's nest. Get your little boys shaped up, get them a nice haircut. And here this man took the time. To go and learn how to braid up his... And the hair looked good. It didn't look a mess. It was moisturized. Her edges were slick. The plaits were perfect. He did a good fucking job. 
Now here come her bitter. I did see though, I was glad to see that a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of black women and just people in general came in and was like, no, this is a good job. Thank you. Try this, try that. It was giving him, you know, the accolades that he deserved. And I was like, shit like that. Like, really? Like, come on. Like, some of y'all is just ridiculous with it. And you don't know what, appro- what uh, it's not appropriation that is the problem because everybody appropriates. We are appropriated because we're not from here. We're from Africa. Everybody that comes to America appropriates something. That's how culture works. The first, otherwise, we'd all be walking around naked and only that one nigga that discovered shit would have it, okay? We all appropriate shit. It's misappropriation. That's when you're ta- you're taking somebody's culture and you're not really appreciating it or you're misusing it or you're, like, you're taking somebody's slang like Netflix and chill. You don't know what the fuck Netflix and chill, so you throwing it on your dumbass corporate ad on Twitter because you don't know shit and, and you don't understand it and chill means have sex. And so you putting that shit on an ad and it don't make no fucking sense because you don't know what that means. That's misappropriating the culture. I didn't, the thing with Beyonce, it was mad at her. I'm like, listen, if she wants to put on a Ferrari and some beads and a dial on her head, that's not misappropriation. Now, if she does it, like, in some kind of disrespectful way or in a way that doesn't appreciate the culture, or if she do a Taylor Swift and go film a video that's supposed to take place in Africa but ain't no black people in it or whatever... You know, misappropriation is what is what the issue is. Not appropriate. All culture is appropriated. Nothing is new under the sun. None of us, we all eat spaghetti. You know who invented pasta? The Asians. We appropriated that shit, okay? Like, like it's, it's, y'all do too much. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. All these social sciences and, 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 and shit y'all taking to college is making y'all stupid. Y'all need to take better shit. So you can learn how to think and learn how to analyze and know some shit. Because y'all killing me out here, man. Now they want to ban algebra because algebra is too hard. Algebra? Algebra is the reason why people drop out of high school. No. People drop out of high school because they're fucking dumb and not properly educated. And algebra is what trips them up. That's what it is. Don't blame algebra. Algebra is not hard. You're dumb is the problem. That's why you're dropping out. Like it's not algebra is not some magical thing that nobody can get through. Every single one of us that got a high school diploma passed algebra. So fuck out of here. Algebra, like if nothing else, you need to know and understand algebra. Like you need to know how to set up a fucking equation. You need to learn how to solve for fucking x. That's why you're so goddamn stupid because you don't know how to solve for x. X is what makes sense. You're over here because you can't solve it. Because you don't know right. fucking algebra. Yeah. I, I saw y'all talking about briefly, but I couldn't... Well, I wasn't going to chime in anyway. But yeah. Things will pass algebra. You need algebra. Algebra is not, not even hard, B. Algebra is not hard. It's not. It's, I struggle with algebra. I'm better at geometry. But I got it now. I got it. Geometry is different. And if there... If, 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 you need all math. But if there is math that you probably could do without, it would be geometry. Like, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of, like, besides practical shit, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what what in my life would be fucked up if I didn't know geometry and I can't think of anything offhand. Like, I'm not going to walk into walls. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, what where in my life have I ever said, hmm, I wonder what the hypotenuse of that is and that helps me solve this. I think never. Uh, well, I guess I knew that in trigonometry a lot. I look at a lot of stuff 
And you, you use geometry? Yeah, lines and triangles. But I'm always building some shit or drawing some shit, so that's why. I mean, yeah, like if you if you build, you know, if you build models and shit, I mean, I don't know. I I can't, I've always thought that geometry was a waste of time. Like, geometry you took in 10th grade, I got an A in it. I didn't think it was that hard, because really all you gotta do is remember the formulas and plug the, the, the numbers in. But, like, algebra you use, software X you use, um, even calc and trig, you don't know you're using it, but you, like, if you play video games, like, you you use it. You You might not understand that that's what you're doing, but, you know, if you're doing, like, any kind of like any kind of thing. All right, well, what's the percentage of this? And then if I have ten of these, well, anything that's like a, a logarithmic function or something where you're taking a known value and now you have to apply it to more things, you're using calculus and you just don't really realize it. But that's what you're using, right? Or you know this, and if we do this and we plug this into here, what's going to come out there? You're using it. I can't really think of anything practical that I use geometry for. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just offhand. I feel like if I had never known geometry, I'd still be fine. <laughs> other than that you needed to build on the other math. But, like, if you took the knowledge of geometry out of my head right now and kept me with algebra and calc and basic math, I'm I'm good, I feel. Yeah. No, I just know in high school, like, algebra is on one side of the brain. I forget what you think. And geometry is on the other. So, like, I struggled with it. But eventually I got it. Like, I, I guess I learned to think with both sides of my brain and whatever. Yeah. But I just, that, first, I just, I couldn't fucking get it. That's why we failing. Oh, well, we're going to get rid of algebra because that's most people drop out of algebra. Because most people drop out because they're stupid, not because of algebra. <laughs> algebra is just what they trip over. Like, their stupidity took them all the way up to algebra, and then they just trip. Like, it's like millions of people pass algebra every single year, bro. Like, we're always at the bottom. Oh, well, the worst students can't pass, so, so let's get rid of it. No! Let's get the worst students doing what the fuck they supposed to do. Let's do that. Because every- it's crazy, because usually people, like, they can do it, but they don't know they can do it because it's attached to, to algebra. But, like, if you're selling drugs, if you're out in the streets, you're doing all this other stuff, you're doing algebra. Because the teachers are bad, the students are bad. It's not always the teacher's fault. Because I'm telling you, I was in the most advanced classes with the smartest people my whole life. And it was always people in math class that got on my nerves. Because they was making it complicated. And they just wanted to argue. And they didn't want to accept the logic. And everything had to be a why. And sometimes in math, there's a why. There's always a why. And if you can get the why, that's great. But you're not always going to get the why. But the way to solve the equation is to do it like this. So just do it like that. Right? Here's the equation. Here's the numbers. You solve it like this. You reduce it like this. You do it on that side. And you'll get the right answer if you just follow these directions. And we always have, well, why is it on that side, not the other side? Why are you asking the question? Clearly, you don't understand it. So just rememberize it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get it, fine. But it's you don't need to get it to fucking solve for X. Like, you really don't. You could just, you know what I mean? Like, and that was in the smart classes. So, I can imagine what dumb niggas is in there going through. So, and a lot of it is bad teachers too. Like I had 10th grade, I had a bad geometry teacher. My dad had to come up to the school. He was terrible and I wasn't no dummy. But, you know, as a teacher, you can't just write some shit on the board and if if people don't get, like, if one or two people don't really get it, then that's, okay, that's one or two people. But if you're in an advanced math class where everybody in here is smart, everybody in here is in the 95th percentile, and everybody in here is like, wait a minute, we didn't get that, 
that's not us. That's you. You're not explaining it in a way that's understand because none of us in here are none of us in here are stupid. All of us in here are A students, and we don't understand what you're talking about right now. You know what I mean? So it's a combination of both. Yeah, you know, people don't like to don't like to take accountability for anything. Right. So we keeping them algebra in American schools. Um. Yeah, so that anything else for the reunion? That was it. Uh, don't see Walking Dead. What else? Nothing else came on this week, right? Um, not that I can think of offhand. Yeah, but I don't really. I wouldn't really know. Um, Game of Thrones starts soon. Um, oh, I don't think that wasn't the finale though. The finale, I I won't give it away, but this week's Walking Dead was actually good. You you should watch it. Um. It was another, it's the one, the finale's this coming week, Yeah, right? yeah, and this one was, like, the um, last, couple, last like, two minutes of the show was really was really good, but I'll, I'll wait for you to see it. Um, alright, so, anybody got you fucked up? Um, I guess just today, it didn't really have me fucked up, but it did for a little minute. Um, so, you know, like I said earlier, I'm going downtown for work now, so, I'm coming out the parking garage, it's early in the morning, and um, people are out on the street doing whatever they do on the street. Lady shouting at the top of her lungs. I wonder what streets they gonna cut off? I wonder what streets they gonna cut off for the president? And I'm just like, whatever. Good morning, and I kept walking. The and president. like as I'm, huh? The president is in Atlanta. He was. Oh, I thought he was still in South America. Ain't getting around. Right. So um. But anyway, so as I'm going to the building, I hear her, like, still shouting. Because she was talking to me. She's shouting. The, uh, the president is coming. Where are they going to shut off the streets? Where are they going to shut off the streets? So I'm, I'm thinking she's bugging, right? I'm like, whatever. She white or so black? She white or black? Black. You said she, she was white? Um, no, it was a black lady. Oh, okay. What's the last thing you heard? So I get upstairs and I'm just like, you know, I shrug it off or whatever. Come to find out, she was telling the truth. And I'm thinking, you know, he's going to come middle of the day. He's going to be gone by the time I get out of work. And I didn't think anything else of it. So I get out of work, go pick up my niece, go to get on the highway to go to the airport. And the fucking shit is blocked off. So I go down, like I'm trying every possible way to get on the highway and I can't. So I'm like, fuck, like I thought this nigga was gone. I got to I got to get there. So I wound up having to go, like, all the way around the city, go out and go, um, I guess, down through Clayton County, on, on, like, through neighborhoods and shit. So we get there, and I, like, put in the wrong directions. So I went to the international terminal. So then I got to take, like, the long way back to the airport. Yo, and it's people everywhere, <laughs> like, all on the side of the road, on the grass, like, in every parking lot that they can find. <laughs> it is crazy. It took it took forever. It didn't have to take that long. But um, aside from that, like, everywhere on the way back home, it was just accidents here. I wound up having to take some random dirt road. That's really a road, but it's a dirt road. And my girl was like, uh, is this, are we supposed to be back here? Like, who gonna get us? Because that shit was just, was not paved at all. <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, and we saw Obama. We, uh, we didn't see him, but we saw his motorcade. What was he out there for? 
He was speaking at a drug recovery program. Oh, so. I read about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They got so much compassion for these drug addicts now. It's just funny to me. Nobody's talking about jail. Nobody's talking about getting tough on crime. Nobody's talking about locking up dealers and locking up the criminal. Now we just got to be oh so compassionate. It's just funny to me, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a big monster. I guess they got to attack different phases of it. Yeah, I guess they do. But it ain't no bigger than the crack monster was. And, and they only had to attack one phase when it was black people. I just find it funny, man. Like, and, and it's like, and I was reading the article. There was like a lot of this shit they telling you about these heroines, these kids. They was like, it's not true. Like, when it was crack, it was all inner city and gangs and these welfare queens and all everything bad. And they were like, now, oh, these kids get addicted from prescription pills. And I never really believed that because I'm like, what? What kid, what teenager is really getting subscribed pain pills like that? You not. Unless you get some kind of surgery or you have some kind of accident, you you not. No, ain't no doctor writing you no pain pills. And I read an article in the New York Times and they was like, yeah, that's not really true. They was like, most kids who are getting addicted to heroin are like kids who get addicted to any other drug. They're kids who try drugs. And they start out doing this drug, and then they move to that drug, and then they move to heroin, and that's how they get addicted to heroin. And then ain't no different than any other drug addict, and this whole thing about prescription pill epidemic is not what's causing the heroin problem, and it's not true. And that's just another way that they're trying to humanize the white victims as opposed to, and I was like, that sounds right to me, because I never understood that. I'm like, well, I mean... I don't know. I was a teen. I mean, who? What do? What do you get prescribed pain pills from? You haven't had surgery, like so for what? Like that's yeah nonsense. So what are they saying that? Well, you said it's just kids that they said it's just kids that do drugs. Like they said they'll do marijuana, and then you know, oh, let's crush these pills up. Oh, let's try heroin. They were like, yeah, a lot of them start out crushing up. Like they'll get. They get, like, um, Oxycontin and, you know, they steal it from their parents or whatever. They were like, it's just, this is kids doing drugs. They were like, these kids that are on heroin, they're not super special. They're not like these victims that all of a sudden they have to, oh, they get pain medicine. They were like, that's all a myth. They were like, we've done all kinds of studies and we talk to these kids and that's not true. They're just kids who get on drugs, just like people who back in the 80s were doing coke and ended up on crack. But they were just the worst people in the world, and we got to lock these people up. And now it's just suburban white kids. All of a sudden, we got all these excuses and this compassion. And I just was like, that makes sense because they kept saying that. And, you know, you don't want to be the one because I wasn't going to Google it, and I have no facts. But I was like, that sounds funny to me. I can see older people. Like, I know a lot of older people get opioid addictions because they're old and they have these different medications. and they get. I can understand that. But you're not going to tell me all these suburban white kids are getting hooked on heroin because they were on pain pills. Pain pills for what? What ailment did you have? That she was taking so many pain pills, pills that it went to her. Like, not nah, you're a drug addict. Like, you was on you drugs. You was buying pills from people because you do drugs. But you know, whatever. I'm still I'm gonna be whatever to that forever because when it was black people on in the '70s on heroin, same drug, and they was coming back from Vietnam where they was fighting a war, and that's how they got hooked on that shit for real, for real. Over in Vietnam, it wasn't none of this compassion. We had the war on crime, and we and and we that we that we still fighting to this day from 1968. That it's still niggas locked up for, and we got all these Rockefeller laws and all these drug laws and all this shit that now all of a sudden because it's white kids getting caught up, all of a sudden now we got to oh, rethink this, but we ain't have to rethink it the 40 years before when it was just niggas getting locked up, but whatever. 
Listen, I would not be mad if they start throwing them in jail for this mess. Because this eating people is just... And I mean, you, and you still got niggas locked up from like 85 because they got caught with 10 crack rocks. They still locked up. But we, we, we can find places for, for heroin users to do heroin and we'll have doctors on. Man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Fuck out of here. It's heroin. You shooting heroin in your veins. Niggas got hooked on crack because they didn't know. Because they was like, oh, this is some cheap cocaine. And don't nobody get off cocaine. Cocaine was like the fancy drug, the, the 70s drug, the rock and roll drug. Ain't nobody know it was going to turn and what it turned into. They got hooked on that shit by accident. These motherfuckers know that shooting heroin in your arm. The heroin been a fucking deadly drug since been niggas on the planet. This ain't the first wave of heroin. Heroin come every 20 or so years. It was a big problem in the 60s and the 70s. It was a big problem in the 50s, the 30s, the 20s, going all the way back to, like, 1900s. Niggas been on on heroin. So get the fuck out of here with that shit. Was it always so cheap, or was it, like, upscale to them at one point? Heroin, has no. It always been? No, heroin was always heroin. Heroin was always the base... A lot of it, it was always, it started out as morphine. Morphine was first. People got, it used to be laudanum. It used to be sold, it's called laudanum. It was like a, a, a liquid that had morphine like absorbed in some ether and I don't know whatever else kept it in the liquid suspension, but it started out morphine. And then some guy, I forgot who, around like 1900s or something, figured out how to turn morphine into heroin, which was even more addicting than morphine. But like this, I mean, 1800s, all kind of how, if you Google like old, before all these drugs were illegal, even cocaine, most of this stuff started out as a medicine. Cocaine, start, cocaine started out as a dental adhesive. When you went to the dentist, they rub cocaine on your gums and make it numb. That's how cocaine started. Morphine, I mean, you still, if you go to the hospital, they'll give you a morphine drip. It's still used for med- medical purposes. But back then, like, all of that shit was legal, and they didn't really know any of it. But, yeah, heroin has always been heroin. It's never been fancy. It's never been... It, it didn't always have the criminal uh, element to it because as we all, in America, if you do the history of the drug policy in America, which the dude from Nixon just basically came out, all the drugs that are illegal are illegal because a racial minority was using them. Marijuana is illegal because back in the day, white women claimed that black men on marijuana was raping them. And so they made, it's, and you can look at a con- congressional, everything that is passed in Congress is written and transcribed. So any laws you want to know, what they were thinking and the reasons they passed them, you can go look it up and it'll be right there in paper. So, marijuana was made illegal because it made niggas crazy. Cocaine was made illegal because it made niggas crazy. Peyote was made illegal because it made the Indians crazy. Heroin was made illegal because it made the Asians lazy because they they had to, they wanted the Asians to build a railroad and heroin and the opium had them like knock them out. It's every drug passed in this country is a racial component to it. And you can look it up. Like, you ain't got to take my word for it. You can look it up. None of this shit, all this bullshit they tell you about, it's all bullshit. It was all to fucking control minorities and, and, and fucking racist shit. And so now in 2016, because we're dealing with white suburban kids, now all of a sudden we got to have compassionate care. Whatever. Y'all full of shit. That's my whole point here. I'm woke. Whatever. Y'all can buy, y'all can buy that shit if y'all want to. That's some fucking bullshit. Let it be black kids falling out on this heroin like like these white kids. We'd be in a whole nother war on drugs and we need to get tough on criminals. Nigga, please. Yeah. But I don't know, because it's a lot it's a lot of black people downtown. Like the homeless population is Yeah. Is don't nobody give a fuck about them though. They gonna take their ass right to jail. They not taking them to no rehab. Garen got them to you. They not getting them in no compassionate care. They're gonna throw their asses right in jail for that fucking heroin possession, is what they're gonna do. 
They don't give a fuck about them. But Chad and Becky in the suburbs, oh no, oh gosh, we can't have it. Your kid is a fucking drug addict. Just like every other drug addict. Whatever. Right. And I don't know why you letting them shoot heroin in your house either, but hey, whatever. A lot of people say they don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't understand how all this shit happens in the house and you just don't know, like. Because white people just, they kids just, I don't know, they just, their kids run their house, tell them to shut the fuck up, close the door, don't go in my room. White people just let their kids run their lives. I don't understand it either. I don't know either. But but they stay trying to take somebody black kid at CPS though because, you know, whatever. Y'all know so much about raising kids, but you motherfucking kid will cuss you out in your house and try to, and try to fucking kill you and take your inheritance and fucking whatever. That's why y'all had to bring us over here to raise y'all's kids, but whatever. <laughs> and do everything else. Right. But y'all so superior. Anyway. Alright. Alright, y'all. So we've been rambling for a little bit. Um I don't I'm trying to think who I don't, it's only Tuesday, so nobody has had a chance. And I've been off. <laughs> I'm off this week, so nobody had a chance to get me fucked up. Um uh, I might have one tomorrow after tomorrow though, we shall see. But um yeah, I, I don't. I don't have one this week. I'm, I'm. It's all good. It's all gravy. I'm about to get off this and have a drink and go to sleep. So, full day tomorrow. Uh, not. A, I just got this shit in the morning, and then you know I got the concert later, and then I'm gonna try to go because I didn't go to the gym the day I was gonna go, but uh, shit got uh, mixed up. So I'm gonna try to. I was gonna go to the gym in the morning, but now I remember I got this fucking call. So I guess I'll go after that, but I'm trying to get the gym in and then go later. And I'm trying to, t- I really don't, I just want to go in for the show. Like, I really don't want to see the opening act, but, um, so I'm going to try to time it to kind of get there, like, not right when it starts, but I don't want to have to battle somebody out of my seat either. So. How close are you? It's at Barclay. It takes about an hour, no matter what train I take, because I got to go all the way downtown, and then I think it's two stops in Brooklyn. I don't know, I only been to Barclays once before, and I was already in Brooklyn when I went, so. You know, I don't go to Brooklyn, so I don't know how many stop. Because I used to work in Brooklyn, and my where, where I got off for my job was one stop before the Barclays. So I know that the Barclays is the second stop in Brooklyn, but I've never go that far from here. So, but I'm, I think it takes probably about an hour. Now, how close are you to the stage? Oh, um, so I'm in. The, um, it's hard to explain because if you've seen the clips of her show, she has that one little, two little front sections. Mm-hmm. that's real like right up to the stage and there's one right behind it I'm in the one right behind it so like close enough to like see her good and she probably can see me too like <laughs> that's the only reason I took because the dude I traded it with so he got you know when they, she did her early release tickets and I got mine with the title but I, I was a, I, I was like a few like I, I was like 20 minutes late because I was doing something so I got floor seats but I, I didn't get the ones I wanted so I was like alright then she added the for the Sunday show. Then she added the other show, and I saw and I saw that there were more tickets to that. So I was like, "All right, I'm wait till I get closer to this show, and I'm gonna see if you know I could get better tickets. If not, I was gonna take those tickets." And it just so happened the dude that um, another dude that I worked there, he got on the presale with his American Express earlier, and he got the really, he got the, the ticket he got, he didn't, he paid, I don't know what he paid for, I know when it went online, the one I paid was about $300, so I'm thinking he paid about the same, but the one that he got for 300 or whatever he paid for it, is the one that I, is in the section I wanted, but they were like 1500 and I was like, I'm not paying 1500 and he was like, well, look, 
give me your ticket. I'll go on. I'll go on Sunday because you're not that further back. Like she was like, I don't really. I don't need to be super close. Like you're still on the floor. So just give me your ticket and just give me like another fifty dollars. So that's what I did because I ain't pay. I own. You know, only I forgot. I think I paid. Uh, I got mine on the title. I forgot how much the titles was. It wasn't no more than two hundred with tax and shit, right? So I was like, fuck it, fifty more dollars for the fifteen hundred dollar ticket. Here you go. So that's how I ended up switching out. So he went Sunday, and I'm going tomorrow, and I got way closer seat. Like I would have been. The floor seats I had were like not this close. They were like you know where the VIP stand is, like way in the back. Have you? Yeah. It was back by that. But it wasn't elevated, so it ain't like I was gonna be up high. That VIP stand don't be that close. Yeah, it'd so, be like in the back there. Right, it was in the back of the floor. That's exactly where it was. Now I'm like three sections in front of that. So, yeah. Oh, that's what's up. I yeah. hope you have fun. I'm, I got two months before I can see it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure I will. So, and it's a quick show. I know you will. It's a quick show, because everybody that went was back by 11. I'm like, right on, Ree. I ain't having no, I ain't got time to be out to no 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, right on. Yeah. Has she been anywhere else between uh, Sunday and, and Wednesday? No, and because I think she had, there's a WrestleMania or something at the Barclays, so I think that's what this two-day gap is. So she did the mm-hmm. Sunday, they have WrestleMania these two days, and she's coming tomorrow. I think that's probably why they broke it. And I'm sure she puts breaks in her shows, too, because she lives here. So I'm like, I'm sure she was like, well, fuck it, I'm home. So I can just chill yeah. for two days, you know. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that's everything. Yup. So go ahead, uh, give her our outros. Yeah, I apologize for being so lifeless on the, this episode. I'm fucking beat. Um, but thanks for joining us. Um, this was episode fifty. Um, shout out to all you guys that are, are listening. I do see y'all. Joining in on SoundCloud. Um, so, shout out to y'all. Tell your friends, follow us, like us. Um, we like doing this for y'all, but we really grassroots. And, you know, um, you know, if y'all like us, let us know. Because I've been listening, I've been doing my uh, observations, and I'm doing my Googles, and I don't hear nobody out there like this. So, you know, if y'all like us, let us know. Subscribe to us, follow us, like us, and... You know, we'll keep we'll keep doing this for you. And I don't know what we're going to name this. I was thinking algebra, but. Oh, I, well, I didn't give out the information. But, oh, uh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Thanks underscore for asking is us on Twitter. I'm sorry. Thanks underscore for asking without the G on Twitter. And thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. is our email. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting for y'all to hit us up with some topics. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Do it or don't. We'll still, like, come up on our own. Um, yeah, so what you want to name it? Uh, I didn't even have anything written down. Um, Algebra just popped into my head, but... Yeah. Um, those are some other themes we had. Let's just, uh, let's just go with algebra. Yeah. And spell it like... Spell it like Beyonce does. How she spelling? Algebra. L. song. What song was that? Uh, I don't know. Was it one plus one? Maybe. I think it was. Yeah, spell it like that. Oh, <laughs> Episode oh. fifty. Algebra. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening, 
And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace, y'all.